Welcome to Open Relationship Podcast, where we have open and honest conversation about everything from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ plus community and beyond. I'm your host, Rodney, and you can follow me on IG at I am Rodney Wash. I'm your host, Marco the Prince, and you can follow me on IG at Marco the Prince. I'm Shazam, and you can follow me at underscore kid and play underscore. And I am Solomon. You can follow me at Solomon E. Stretch on IG. I forget it every week. Child, y'all talk about me? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, carry on. <laughs> Welcome to season two, episode 22. Look at that. How I got over. Yeah, sweet baby, so I ain't gonna forget this time. We got collection played. <laughs> I need somebody in the background. You I can't sing. Can't. Y'all don't do it. Mm-mm. Be God's given. Y'all don't know it. Okay. Back this. Oh. Y'all really don't know it. Shazam always with me. He look like this. Mm, baby. <laughs> at, at my church, we don't sing slow offering songs. We clap our hands and stomp our feet. Oh, shit. <laughs> Put the circles on my feet. So I can dance. <laughs> shit, oh. I do not want to be crying during offering. I need to know that the Lord's going to give it back. I need to be loud, okay? Who's going to stop? Well, yes, sweet babies, you can now donate to the podcast. As I always will say and forevermore will say, as long as I got breath in my body, it helps with production. So if you want to help give to production and help with us expanding and doing two hour long shows, you know who you are. Um, sign on the board. Okay. So you can click in our description box. See here? Opalation Podcast. Click the donate button. Or you can go right here. Where are you at? Right here? And you can click on our website at OvisionPodcast.com and click that donate button. And now Solomon will tell us how you can support us even more. And all right, openers, we love it when you come into our... Mm, I don't want to say that. Um, when you slide into our DMs. And, uh, <laughs> I don't want no come videos of my DMs, okay? okay? Not at all. Please, please, please. Please. I mean... Um, but when you oh. slide into our DMs and you let us know how good we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate all the love. We appreciate all the support. And, because I'm not going to tell you not to do something, but and. And we would really appreciate if you come to our YouTube and like, comment, and subscribe. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Well, Marco, how was your week? week? My week was actually fantastic. Um, oh, yeah, I'm right. It was my grandmother's birthday. Um, oh. So it started, like, Friday was her birthday, the 15th. So it was kind of a little rocky for me, but I found some type of joy of just, you know, just shaking that off. Um, I'm officially a notary public here in Congrats. the state of Georgia. Okay, hello. Um, yeah, I just, just a lot of good things happening over here. Just staying focused and things like that, so. <laughs> And I worked all weekend. So. <laughs> That's good. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Shazam, how was your week? Child, I'm, I had fun. <laughs> but um, I had to go to three birthday parties this weekend. Three. One on Friday, mm-hmm. one on Saturday, mm-hmm. and one on Sunday. Yeah, no. So by Monday, my anxiety was through the roof, and I was under my weighted blanket telling God to just let me lay down. Like it was just, But it was so much fun. Friday was like a regular lounge thing. Saturday was an adult prom. Really, really fun. It was Ooh. the title was title was like Virgo's Groove. It was a nice venue. We all had on like tuxes. It was really fun. And then Sunday was a ghetto ass brunch. So I got a dose of everything, Mixture. straights, gays, all that. And baby, I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon, how was your week? My week has actually been pretty good. Um the weekend started off pretty calm. Just cleaned the house. And Monday was like a super easy Monday. It was like one of the easiest months I've had in mm. a couple of years, mm. which can be a good thing. But when I start thinking about numbers, I'm like, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Money make you come. Money make- <laughs> How about you, Rodney? <laughs> well, y'all do know I went to go see my brother. Um, we celebrated his birthday. He was up at like the whole time. I was getting reports he was sleeping a lot, but for that day, he was up and he really enjoyed them. I was leaving at that. We enjoyed them. Thank God for that moment. Um, 
I got to see my nephews, and I just really just loved on them. And I know I uh, post them on the uh, ID store. I'll never do that because people are like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I remember him see me say, Uncle Wright. I said, oh, my God, look at my nephew. <laughs> he did, I just love that little boy. His name is Cash. We call him Cash. And Cash, and me and Cash had a good time this, uh, this weekend. He just, I just, he slept in the bed with me. He kicked me in my face about four times. <laughs> but he did. He cried when I left. He said, "You." Mm. I said, "Oh, well, Uncle gotta go, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uncle gotta go back to the end. <laughs> to next time. The <laughs> niggas calling. <laughs> oh my Not god. Not the niggas calling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but long story short, I enjoyed my family. It, I just really enjoyed being around my siblings and. My brother came from Miami because he just recently moved there. It was good to see everyone. My, it made my mom and dad happy. So I was, good time. I love that. Good time. All right. We're about to do some sponsorships, pay some bills before we get into these streets. Um, openers, if you haven't done so yet, and if you don't know, Apple is our official sponsor for Open Relationship Podcast. Click the link in the bio so you can get one month of Apple TV or Apple Music. As always, your support is greatly appreciated. Also, we have our own YouTube community. Amen. Um, you know, we're all about safe, space shit, safe spaces, open-ended conversations. And we can agree to disagree, but as long as we understand each other, that's all that we're trying to provide for our community. So click the thanks and the donate button in the YouTube channel. And last but not least, let me get a round of applause, y'all. Or drum roll, excuse me. My bad, y'all. Uh, I was on a roll. We were just following instructions. <laughs> I'm just listening. And we will be hosting our first hosting as Open Relationship Podcast on October 13th Woo-hoo! at Virgil's here in Atlanta on West Marietta Street. So come talk, chat, and kiki with us and see what we're about and come support us. What's the date? October 13th. Oh, you said that? Yeah. You did say that. I thought oh, I said God. that. <laughs> Power first lady. <laughs> but yeah, October 13th, come and see us down at Virgil's. Come party, drink, come chat, kiki, and all the good things. Don't meet us there, beat us there. Also, and I'm accepting all drinks from niggas. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> and we might be giving away something on how to do that. You have to follow our newsletter. I <laughs> <laughs> might get a couple of things. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, let's get into these streets. So I am very excited for this because um, y'all know Shades is like my brand. I love Shades. Um, when I go out, I don't really like showing my eyes, but Big Frida has dropped her Shades line. Um, they're pretty dope. Like she has. They, excuse me, let me not misgender anyone, um, has three different styles of shades that range from 159 to about 249 um, And I like them. I'm going to buy a pair. I'm going to see what they give in, uh, coordinated with some of these outfits I got. Um, did you guys happen to check out the line? I actually I'm brought a pair. Yes. I love Big Frida. Mm-hmm. I love Big Frida. Love her. Now. Yes, and um, they said... The inspiration came from her, or they, I'm sorry, childhood neighborhood experiences. So each name of the frames, uh, one was named after their mother. So I was like, oh, there's messages behind this and passion behind this. So I like it. I'm going to get a pair and uh, see what it do. I love it. Uh, I'm going to be honest, they're a little too blinged out for me. I probably won't wear these. I like regular black sunglasses, <laughs> but they're they're cute. They're tea, but I, I probably won't wear a pair, but congrats. Yes. I I like them. I wouldn't wear them, but I like them. I actually, actually, I don't know. I wish one, because I'm, I'm more like you, Shazam. Like, I like the dark where I can just stare at somebody and they don't know if I'm looking at them. So You wouldn't wear the love? The last ones? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I'm not... I wore some blinged out sunglasses to Beyonce, but that was just because that was like renaissance. Yeah, like, yeah. for everyday wear, I, I would wear these like one time and that would be it. I would, mm-hmm. They wouldn't be everyday wear. Catch it at Deviant. Yeah, okay. <laughs> or, on a, or on a cruise ship. Like, I would wear it on a cruise. <laughs> be like, big freedom, bitch. <laughs> Throw the shade. <laughs> but I do think it's cute that they're called shade. That's really yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I'm gonna get a pair and uh, see what it's given. Also, I want to talk about the VMAs. Um, I don't know if you guys watched it, but I was very disappointed in everything. Um, the fashion was not there. I think Cardi and Offset looked great. Uh, they always think, look good. Offset think, dresses ass yeah. off. That man dresses. Yes, shout out to Colin. Um, and also, Megan looked good on the pink carpet too. Serving oh, yeah, body, face, hair, everything. Megan's been in that gym. Megan and is. Been. Yeah. Body's amazing. That's a bad bitch. A bad bitch, okay? <laughs> what we've been saying now, that's a bad, bad bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I didn't like about the VMAs, <clears throat> so I like the song, Bongos. I didn't like the performance. I felt like Cardi was like out of breath. And it's something like I don't like the big hair on Cardi. Is it just me? Like even in the video when it was like ombre slash reddish, it I don't know. I think I like her more slick, slick back, maybe like a ponytail or something, but like the big afro, it just wasn't giving it to me. I didn't watch this year. I think the performance was energetic. Mm-hmm. Everybody was excited to see the return of Megan mm-hmm. and the return of Cardi because we haven't seen her in a while neither. Like we've seen her like fashion wise, but not music wise. Oh, um, my only critique, which what does my critique mean? I don't work in the industry. I did not like how they were rapping on top of the track. Uh, like that took so much away from their performance mm-hmm. because anytime they would talk, you could tell that they were rapping on top of the track, but then you have the track blaring in the background. It's just like rap. Because that's your job. <laughs> Everybody can't be Beyonce. Well, there was one queen on the show that actually rapped straight to her track, and there was no backgrounds behind her. But we know everybody loves to hate the baddest. So who? Nikki. Nikki rap. I give her. Did. Look, I, I was giving her props. She you came out with itty bitty piggy and let the girls <laughs> know exactly who. The whole stadium went crazy. I read a tweet that was like, "It's popular <laughs> to ha- like it's the cool thing to hate Nikki on Twitter, but in the stadium, like." They said it was insane. I went and seen her at um, Rolling Loud like a few mm-hmm. months ago. And the fact that everybody was literally rapping the entire stadium, like, I think it's just popular to hate her online. She just a hater. That was wrong with her brand. She hates on everybody else. I think they hate on her first, yeah. though. No, she started with Cardi. She? she gave Cardi props before. No, she yeah, didn't she want Cardi. Did. And little she, didn't want, she did not want Cardi to be on that song with her. I can roll back the tapes. You're talking about motorsport? Yes. And she changed her verse? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the truth. Now, I think Megan started with her. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, I wish everybody would pick up a pin, but we know they all can't do that. So Somebody else got to pick it up. Oh, girl. uh, (laughs) And I was excited to see um, her perform Chung Lee. Who? Chung, or I'm sorry, Red Ruby Lee, excuse me. She did. Um, she dressed last Chung Lee. She had four different characters in her outfit. So she did Barbie, she did Chung Lee, she Who's did that? Red Ruby Lee's, and oh. Romans with Romans. <laughs> okay. You know her alter egos. What? Okay. <laughs> it was great. And it, it was I amazing. That, <laughs> the, just like we said about the BET Awards, I wish that we had like actual star power at these award shows because we're not, we're missing like like SZA won album of the year and she didn't show up and well, then her like um, manager came out and was like no they 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 I forgot what they no she got best R&B album mm-hmm. she didn't win best album of the year and her manager said when he found out she wasn't winning he pulled her performance because he said if she's not winning album of the year why is she going to perform why is she showing up so she didn't go did she deserve the win album of the year? I think so. SZA like dropped a banger. I have. I'm gonna tell the truth. With uh, the weekend, I think I come for the weekend mm-hmm. album best. <coughs> I have not downloaded this new album. The weekend? No, like t- oh. new album. Recently. Oh, you're talking about so you like Control? Yes. Control was a good mm-hmm. album yeah, that, from beginning but, to end. But I haven't really downloaded this one. I didn't see the need to so. I don't think she should have won. It took me a while to get into it, but I actually enjoy it. You see what I mean? A while. It's a little sleepy, but <laughs> was it instant hit? It's, it's very sleepy, but it's it's a it's a mood. It's a story. Mm. Like, Who won yeah. album of the year? I, did Taylor Swift win? Are you? Let me check, girl. Let me do it. Uh, <laughs> they ain't give it to Beyonce. She ain't have no music videos. Mm. It's the Video Music Awards. Yeah. Mama don't care about the VMAs. She, <laughs> Mama says she. I didn't know people still watch them. I didn't watch it. I watched the highlights because I can't 
sit down for three hours and watch all this nonsense and things, but... Yep, Taylor Swift won. Of course. Midnights. Uh, I ain't never listened to yeah, it. I'm I mean, it was a lot of more videos to. better than that one, but hey, what do I know? Like you said. We're Did you actually watch the video? Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's, un- it's, it's under review. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> said under review. It's reviewing. Mm. <laughs> we'll call you, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of awards, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of upset at MTV for continuing to snag Sean Bankhead's Best Choreographer Award because um, he's been in the game since 2006 and MTV just keep passing him up when we know that he has worked with Beyonce, Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, Lil Nas X, Sam Smith. Like, the variety is there. The dance is there. The creativity is there. I just don't understand why they're not giving this man an award. It, it really, like, upsets me. Like... I like that we're now in... I'm glad... Well, everyone used to focus on awards. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you have to have this, you have to have that. And now everybody's just like, girl, fuck these awards. Like, nobody really cares, to be honest. That's why the stars don't go. Like, that's why we're seeing people win awards. And they're like, we have to accept this album on your behalf. Like, it's... I feel like because industry has become so much of who can catch a TikTok trend or who can, mm-hmm. like, trend on Twitter. People don't care about, like, making masterpieces anymore. You don't get albums that are like, oh, my gosh, I can listen to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that I think that reflects in award shows. Like, I don't think Sean Beckett's bothered because things like On My Mama, Victoria Monet, amazing. Oh, my God. It's that trend- people are trending. Won. People are literally oh, yeah, doing just, the dance yeah. every day. Like, the things that actually are really great pieces of art, I feel like they don't get recognized anymore. And that's because it's all about the next best thing. Who can trend on Twitter? Mm. I agree with everything what Shazam said. I feel like when... I think what Jay-Z said, fuck the... Uh, <laughs> uh, what award show? The he Grammys? Fuck, the Grammys. He said, I don't need it. <laughs> and like, I really feel like don't nobody care about this shit no more. Like, It used to be real big, like a mm. prominent thing to win. You was like really up there. You was that bitch when you won that shit now. Now it's just like... They don't even go. Like they don't even show up. <laughs> like, the girls don't be there. <laughs> They're drinking the people say out of their old Grammy Awards. They do not give a fuck. <laughs> like, and that's sad, but like, and I feel like people don't win who deserve to win. Like yeah. Sean Bankhead, I actually know who he is, didn't know his name. Mm-hmm. So I can that I can take that. <laughs> um, but he has did a lot of good things for people and he is very overlooked at when it pertains to them. Mm-hmm. But in a way, He's still in his bag. Yeah. He's still going to be booked. So many years later. Who gives a fuck? I just want him to get his roses and flowers on stage. He got them right here. A war from us. (laughs) Period. Bad bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your star. (laughs) And last but not least, so on TikTok, there was this, I don't want to say like a trend, but it was something floating around, something viral. So it was a femme woman and like a very masculine man. Um, in the grocery store and they asked you know the internet do you think that us as a community should have a universal like wave high some type of signal to notify that like I'm trying to hit at you like at the grocery store because it's so unpopular the guy had a very good point like he was like masculine with like goals in his mouth and like he did look a little aggressive like if I was in the well If I was in the grocery store, <laughs> I mean, I would probably pick up the signal. But, like, for people that don't know what's happening. Like, Is he gay? Yeah, he said he was gay. And a femme woman? Yeah, femme woman. So, like, what the pretty girls with heels. She's a lesbian. Yeah, lesbian, but, oh. like, dress up. Like, how do femmes? Child, I was femmes? like, what? So, basically, how do people that do not present as gay, should people that do not present as gay have a signal to show people, like, hey, I'm gay? Or I'm trying to basically. hit at you? I was told they do shit with their eyes back in the day. They be like, <laughs> when they pass by somebody. That's what I heard. What? I ain't never heard that. That's 1970s gay slang. You got all the old secrets, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the one I know. Raised by the best. <laughs> <laughs> the one I know with the gays, you do a handshake and then you rub like the middle of the palm. But you ain't going to. Have you walk up and shake nobody's hand? No, if, like, if you just... If I'm like, in the store hello, with you, I'm not grabbing you your hand. you just be like this, and then you'll... Do not tickle my hand. 
You might make me nut on sight, but I'm not grabbing everybody's <laughs> hand. Wait a minute. Wait, what? I like, you know, that turns, you know, I like, I'm a touch person, <laughs> touch my body. Oh, no. Lay me, me on, on the floor. floor. <laughs> Tell me all around. Okay, so keep singing these songs, y'all. Okay. <laughs> no, you can't do that. All right. <laughs> I don't think that, uh, personally for me, mm-hmm. I don't think you need a signal. If someone likes you, no matter if you're straight or gay, you can feel it. I don't know about y'all. I can feel it. I can feel somebody's looking at me in the grocery store. I can feel somebody's looking at me across from Walmart I'm gonna know Yeah. so I don't know about like coming up with a secret handshake just so you can tell me that you're gay you think I'm cute it's a little aggressive for me just it's too walk, much just walk up and be like what up shorty hello be aggressive we talked about it be aggressive be aggressive I might just do this I walk by <laughs> Girl, I'm gonna drop, walk by drop, drop my tofu in the bandits networks every time <laughs> Can you help me reach that thing way up there? Show me your muscles. Oh, who your trainer? <laughs> He's gonna be like, I am the trainer. Oh, we should lift well, one day. Boom! Okay. Now you already got him. Yeah. Child, y'all better learn how to flirt with Matter these fact, men. Where's your car? <laughs> Give me your Instagram, actually. And now he's walked away. Who? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to talk about. Nothing else in the media interested me. Um, so, Damn. yeah. I just said the girls was born. <laughs> they, it just wasn't giving me, like, yeah. It just wasn't giving me it. So, Shazam, you can take it away. Child. Situations with Shazam. Always going to be named after a song. Something we have all encountered. I feel like I've been seeing a lot of, like, issues with domestic violence mm. among in the gay community. Or just violence in general amongst African Americans. So, today, it's called 911 Wyclef and Mary J. Blige. No, well, I got to try it. So, oh. <laughs> good song. Wycliffe and Mary made magic. I think Mary made magic with everybody from Ja Rule to Lil' Kim. Mary is just that girl. Mary girl released the boots. We're waiting on them. Um, so, experience with police as a black man or just as a black person in general. So, what was you guys' first interaction with, like, calling 911 and 911 actually needing the police or needing the ambulance? Because I think... We can all recall a time where we've had to call the police and we felt like they were coming to protect. But then we have had times where you call the police and you're like, are they actually coming to protect? Like, what's happening here? So what was like your first experience with calling 911? I've never had to call 911. I call for like people about to die emergencies. Never call for domestic dispute, if that makes sense. Mm hmm. And I don't know if it's good or bad because I had a need to call her plenty of times. <laughs> just did. <laughs> I'm not going to say, bitch, they had no issue. <laughs> I just, I was going to tell you to put them in your business. You really need to. So I never did that. So I guess I'll be the odd one. Um, <laughs> I had to call 911 um, for family members that was in domestic violence relationships um, at a young age, too, like 12, 13, like really not knowing like what's mm. going on. Like, why is he putting his hands on her? Like, you know, like really trying to understand things. And the police sat like at the house for like two hours. This is back in Portland. Um, like at the dining room table, it was like the most awkward thing because me as a child, I'm like, well, I'm calling you as a child. Hey, he just put his hands on her. Why are we having a kumbaya moment and trying to like disescalate like the situation? Come to find out, like now that I'm an adult, like this was an ongoing thing. This was just my first time seeing this. Um, so it wasn't like a good experience, but it was an experience that I was like, the pol- the police is not here for for me as an individual. Very similar. My first one was something similar to that. It was like a domestic dispute, but like I didn't know what was going on. I was probably like eight or nine or something, and I wasn't with my mom. I was with like some other family members. So when my mom caught wind that I was there, first of all, she was pissed. She was like, "Cause what the hell are y'all doing? Like mm-hmm. he's with y'all." But um, yeah, it was really weird because I was like. But now that I'm a dog, I was like, oh, this had been going on for a long time. Like, this is just the first time I've seen it. Right. So that was really, like, that was probably my first experience with it. But what was your guys' first experience, like, a negative experience with the police? I'm sure we've all had a negative experience with I the police. I've heard why real quick. Y'all with children calling 911? I yeah. walked outside. Grown the, people? I walked outside the apartment and told the apartment, call 911, they're fighting. Like, it was someone outside in the parking lot, and I told them to call 911 because they were fighting. Definitely. I was upstairs in my room playing video games. 
with all you know how like the kids go upstairs will yeah. come down only if you need to use the bathroom I just heard more yelling than usual and F you and all this shit I was like well let me run downstairs and I saw it I was like running back upstairs we had the house phone upstairs called 911 get here real fast we couldn't hurry and they showed up damn that's very brave child <laughs> My my child business. <laughs> oh no, no mom. Mm, oh. I think mine wasn't like so much of I knew what was going on. I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on here? Like I didn't grow up in the environment like that. So for that to happen to me, and I'm with family members, and my mom's not with me, I'm like, I ain't got I ain't got no cell phone because you know back then as kids we didn't have phones. Right. Like mm-hmm. you didn't have. So like, what did you go call nine one one? I literally ran outside and saw some people in the parking lot, and I said, please call nine one one. They're fighting. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you was traumatized. Girl, I was scared. <laughs> I had never seen, like, adults fighting like that. Like, I was, like, seven or eight. Like, it was bad. Okay. My mom was ready to beat ass. She was like, why are y'all doing this around my kid? Like, what is happening here? It was bad. Yeah, okay. But that wasn't, like, a negative experience. Have y'all ever had a negative experience with the police? Yeah. I remember, clear as day, I was in my SUV. It was, what you call that shit before prom? Homecoming? Homecoming. Had like probably eight people in that bitch. Just eight. We weren't drinking yet, but when we go, when it tip was to drink, when we got to where we're going, yes, I would never <laughs> negate that. Pulled me over and was like, your car, your car um, swerving. I said, sir, no, it's not. I said, it's just the speakers in the back because we're children. Boom. <laughs> it was oh, it was six twelve playing, baby. Not I got you had gorillas out in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a thug back then. Not real thug, but you know, a little whatever. Mm, a little trade. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. trade. I say that. I really was. I really was. And um, and I was just having a good time. And he was just like really harassing me. Literally, mm-hmm. he know that like I have a lot of lawyers in my family. And I said, I said, I dropped the name. I said, I just called my cousin. Who's your cousin? Lawyer so-and-so, have a great day. It's good enough people to have people in high places. Mm. I would say that. I would say that. I think my first negative experience would have been in college. We were dry. Yeah. I, I did not like playing with the law. My mom kept us in the house. Like, we was like, I, yeah, so I got to college, and we were driving to a probate. It was me and uh, my Neo. It was like three cars of us. Like, it was a long line of us. We're driving down the country road from in little bitty Indiana. So we're flying, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm in like a white Impala with black tents and speakers in the back. Yes. Everybody has on tents. Like everybody has on like their crossing jackets, line jackets and such. So we get pulled over. But mind you, it's three of us. So I'm in the middle. I see the police turn his lights on to get the last person. I'm like, bitch, I'm going to outrun him. Like, I'm going to get it. I start speeding up and I text my knee. I'm like, speed up. The police just pulled over such and such. Because I'm like, you're in the back. Take one for the team. Like. Girl, I'd be damned if that police officer didn't go, pull me over, came and got my knee in front of me, and then had all of us pull up, and it was three of us. And every time he came to one of our cars, he said, whose car is this? Is this your car? Whose car is this? Well, whose car is this? Like, this this doesn't say your name. I'm like, we're in college. And then he asked if we were in a gang, because we all had on similar, like, we all had on crossing jackets. And it was, like, the most negative experience I've ever had with a police officer. Of course, they were white, mm-hmm. and they were, like, we were in the middle of the country. And he gave all of us tickets. My ticket was, like, $285. Like, it was bad. But it was it was a mess. He literally pulled all three of us over. It was a fact when you said, take one for the ticket. Because I was, like, you in the back. <laughs> I was if you were in the back. Store, I was the last one back. <laughs> you always. Well, bitch, you got called. <laughs> See you at the probate. If you in the back, you have to be the person that's okay with getting the ticket. That's just how it rolls. Oh like, I tried to outrun him, though. I really did. I, don't, I, I will never not say that. But I literally stamped on that gas, and I was like, girl, I'm gonna get, I'm not getting no ticket. But I saw him pull him over, then come around, and then he texts us like, he's coming to get all y'all. And I was like, no, he's not. This was before it was like, oh, you can't have phones in hand and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's not coming to get all of us. Pulled every single one of us over and questioned all of us about whose cars we were driving, where we were going, if we were in a gang, what we were doing tonight. And we're like, sir, we are all in college. We have our student IDs with us. Like, you really need to lay off. But, girl. <laughs> that's going to live rent free in my head. What? Take, take one for the team. Because <laughs> he should have. Solomon, have you ever had a negative experience? I haven't had a negative experience with the police. Um, <laughs> that tickled me. Uh, so, so th- okay. Mm. All right. So, this one time I got arrested, right? 
Um, <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Wait, you ain't never caught that girl. Why did you run away? Bring the beat back. <laughs> Wait. What do you say? Bring him back. <laughs> I think I'm ready. I ain't ready yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gonna finish because we. I want to hear this now. This fight Trump mm. is. Let me just. Let, well, no. I mean, it, it was. It wasn't a negative experience, and I got my global entry, so it doesn't matter. Um, Period. <laughs> What's that? Oh, <laughs> the girls they get it. We'll, we'll, yeah. t- we'll talk about it later. Okay. So, so um, I get pulled over. I was riding dirty, and. Um, so <laughs> this is too much. Which ride so, dirty? No insurance. Yeah. No plates um, expired. My plates were expired. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but then, so he pulls me over. He was like, "Do you know where I pulled you over?" And I was like, "No, of course I don't." <laughs> um, and then he he was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a warning." And so I was like, "Okay." So he was like, you know, he goes takes my license, goes to his car, um, and then he comes back and he was like. Um, did you fail to go to court for something in 2015? And I'm like, you had a warrant. I'm like, it's 2017. I don't know. And he was like, well, you have a a failure to appear. So there's a warrant for your arrest. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) that happens too. That gives people, they don't be knowing what. And he was like, well, you know what's about to happen. I was like, I'm about to get arrested. And he was like, yeah. And these were white officers. It was two white officers. Um, and so I had, like, work stuff in my in my car at the time. And it's sensitive information. So me being me, I was like, well, first of all, they you know, they put the handcuffs on me. And I had my little, um, my mala beads on. And I was like, can you loosen these? Or can you, like, take my beads off and put them in my pocket? And then he, would, he took my beads off and put them in my pocket. And then I was like, and, you know, I have, like, work stuff in the car, like, sensitive information. Can I bring that with me? I and he was bargaining with the police. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and he's looking at me, and I'm just, and I'm just like. He was probably like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and, but, you know, this was, like, 2017. And so, mm-hmm. you know, all this police shit was going, had already gone on. And so I was, I, I just asked. And he was like, I, I, I don't know. And he was like, I got to call the station. I said, oh, that would be great. And so he calls the station. They were like, yeah, we could bring it. And so he was like, I'll just put it in my car. And I was like, all right. And mind you, I'm like in, um, uh, what do you call it? Callaway. Like Callaway, Georgia. So this is like the mountains. And so I was like, oh, Lord. And so the ride to the police station was like long. And so I'm just like, oh, Lord, this is going to be something. Um, So it wasn't a horrible situation. I was detained. Um, They had me in this little holding thing um and i was out in like five hours they didn't transfer you back to fulton no no um the friend came got me bailed me out and then um (laughs) i had to go back and get my car because it was in impound and because you know you have to have your um vehicle registered by that time i didn't i drove it dirty all the way back to fulton just tried not to get caught. I was like, girl, you could have got pulled over again. Okay. <laughs> but I heard they said they pulled for one thing the first time. They don't rearrest you. That is. Uh, I think not, that's only that's like if true. like a, that's like charges, like double jeopardy or something. Like you can't be charged with the same thing if you beat it. That don't go for arrest. If that yeah. man would have got pulled over, you could have went to jail. Yeah, I would have mm-hmm. gone to jail. Mm-hmm. I don't like that rule, though. Like if I miss court for a damn traffic ticket. Seatbelt ticket, you arresting me in broad daylight for missing the failure for a seatbelt ticket? And bitches out here rapping and killing bitches all day? Beating bitches up? <laughs> and I go to jail? <laughs> me? <laughs> me? I want to be crying. But if you're supposed to appear for court and you yeah, don't you appear, for, appear court, for court, there's a bench warrant. Yeah. That's and it's issued right then and there. Oh. And people really don't know they take that shit seriously. I have a couple friends that happen to them. I'm like, well, girl, did you go to court? <laughs> right. No. Well. I would be so mad. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so I didn't have like a negative experience, but I did have a traumatizing experience. We were driving from Florida when I lived in Florida. Uh, me and my best friend, actually. So it was Fam Use Homecoming. So after Fam Use Homecoming. I heard they had the best mm. homecomings. Let me tell you. Off mic. Um, <laughs> so we drove, 
We drove from Tallahassee to Atlanta. Next week's topic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We drove. We drove from Tallahassee to Atlanta. It was me, her, the guy that she was talking to at the time, and this little extra person in the car. The boy that you were talking to. Okay, let's get to it. (laughs) Get into it. So, you know, we were hanging out with Mary and filled up Gatorade bottles with. Vodka, Everclear, all that good stuff. So we're just trying to get to Atlanta quick, fast, in a hurry. So we're speeding. And next thing you know, we probably in the country of Georgia, and we just see a cop behind us. Woo woo. Let me tell you, I ain't never been so nervous in my life. I was like, Lord. <laughs> I was <laughs> Everybody call calling Jesus. What the fuck did I do? Oh, Lord, if you get me out of this. Right. I promise. I was like, Lord, you can take all this. It wasn't even my decision. But um, so we had a little bit of everything in, in the vehicle. And, of course, four black people. And he just checks the car. So we're on the side of the highway for about an hour and a half waiting for another officer to come. Because he didn't want to check the car. He didn't want to check the car without somebody else. And I was like, well, this don't make no sense. Ain't this your job to check our car? Um, so we were sitting on the edge. He was in his car. And the officer, thank God, her boyfriend at the time, like, hid everything very good. Um, because. Well, where'd he put it? <laughs> Hold on. Tell, lo- us, tell us after the show. <laughs> yeah, don't incriminate yourself. Yeah, okay. Well, it's not about incriminating his Well, never mind. Telling my business. Oh. Girl, it's just a booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that was only so many places you could put it. Uh, but um, when I tell you I was terrified, <laughs> I mean, thank God, by, by the grace of God, like, we only got away, well, we got away with a speeding ticket. We kept our liquor and the extra things that was in the car. But when I told you I did not do anything while in Atlanta, I was like, I don't even want to have a beer. And because we were also underage. Girl. So, so you was really saying, Lord, if you get me out of no, this for one, real. I promise like, I'll serve you. Wait. Like, I was like, Lord. <laughs> did y'all see the thing with those people? That it ain't funny what happened to her. They got, you know, that died in the submarine trying to see Titanic. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did y'all see the lady? She was like, I don't know when. I don't know how. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not laughing at I'm that. Not laughing at I'm, not, no, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the prayer lady was saying to her. That was her. She was like, singing Ariel. I don't know where. I don't know how. But Lord, you get me out of this right now. I have to play it for y'all off camera. But. I was thinking of the video of Juanita Biden when she's like, Lord, if you get me out of this, I promise I'll praise you. I promise I'll worship you. Let me tell you, I repent for all my sins. The sins Child, that I thought about doing too. And you was back right. at it. Yeah. That was sad. They had something to me going on about that time. My prayers. Get me out of here. I'm so weak. So to go to a serious note, when do you? Said, oh, Lord. <laughs> I saw, and this is the thing, like, I don't understand why police lights are red, start, white, and blue. You start speaking in tongues. <laughs> oh I I looked out the window. I was like, Lord, just I see the light and just get me there. If you just get me out of this Lord, I'm just a little literally all black people as soon as they get pulled over be like, oh Lord, I'm out of this one. Like, no, you better go do some more foul shit. <laughs> I'm on my way to do the foul shit. And then you gotta make sure you ain't got shit lost, say shit wrong. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that shit was funny to me. <laughs> So at what moment do y'all remember, like, thinking, like, okay, when did your mindset change that, like, oh, the police are not here to help me. They actually could make the situation worse. Because, Rodney, you specifically said, I was always told, or something along the lines, like, you keep them out of your business. So when did that mindset, like, switch to you? So for me, Riddick Police, that's, like, the last resort. Like, I don't care if you want uh, let me not say that. Uh-oh. People do be in domestic disputes, so... I had to be about to die for me to call the police. Like, about to die. Now, you push me, punch me. That's just me speaking. I'm not calling the police for that. Because, for one, you can, they can come there, and you can be angry. I can be irate and angry, not really thinking right. And then somebody can die for mm-hmm. a simple just, like, you know, let me just go home. You go home. Be done. 
For me, it would have to be, yeah, if I sense you about to try to knock me out or do something, I'm I'm not dealing with it. Oh, I you call? That. Yeah, I'm definitely calling. Like, because I'm not, I'm not about to squibble squabble in the middle of the street and then it's a whole scene, people video recording me and... Nah. I'll so just, don't hit this girl. Yeah, she's please don't, because I'm going straight to my car. Yeah, so 911. <laughs> uh, my name is X, Y, and Z, and this is where I'm at. Is this person in a red shirt, black shorts, and some red shoes? They have locks. Um, the license plate number is probably this. Like, I'm giving it all, because I, I ain't got time to deal with the court or the law. I think the older I get, the more I'm like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to call, because they could actually make it worse, for me yeah. personally. Mm. I think that... We like hopefully I'm never in an interaction where I feel like I, my life is threatened because then I'm going to definitely call them and they're probably going to call and bring a body back for the other person. But I think that um, <laughs> hopefully I'm never in that situation, but I would try not to call because I think I could deescalate it, hopefully, because when they come, sometimes, as Rodney mentioned, you can be irate. Somebody else can be mad and. I don't think police have the best de-escalation techniques for African-Americans. Mm-hmm. They, like, will make it way worse. So sometimes it's just like, eh, I don't think y'all are here to help. I think y'all might be here to make the situation worse. And maybe you're trying to meet your numbers this month. I don't know. And I just think about times where I watch videos where people call police and it always be a white black person. They guns drawn on a black person automatically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is traumatizing. And I will feel guilty, even though it might be a bad thing with I had a call and you get shot, your life over. Like that would I can, that would kill my conscience. Yeah. Um. What was your original question? Uh, when did you or when when did it occur to you that like the police may not be here to help? They may be here to make situations worse. Like they're not here to protect. So I was ten. Mm. When I was ten, it was nineteen ninety one. That was Rodney King. Mm. Oh. And so um, that was the biggest televised police brutality um, situation that that was known. And um, from then on, it just was like, eh. and then you see incident after incident after incident throughout history or throughout my living history. And it's always been, I don't know. Um, and so there's always been a question about um, are they actually here to protect and serve? And I think the worst part is um, in some of those incidences, it's were black cops on black individuals. Mm-hmm. And so then you you really don't feel safe because then it's not about race. It's really about the badge. Mm. Hmm. It just rubbed me the wrong way when I see, I feel like cops sometimes over abuse their authority. Mm-hmm. Like when you really like how they had this old lady, had to be about 78, manhandling her. Now, granted, she wasn't listening. I'm not going to, but it's still the way you should be treating some old people like that. Like he slammed her to the ground. Apparently, they said her arm was broken from that. Like, it just sometimes it's like they overdo it and they, and, they, and they don't have no repercussions for what they do. They just get away with shit and that bothers me. Like, how you could just, you know, a simple traffic ticket, you could be like, have your knee in my neck. For what? Mm-hmm. For a traffic ticket, bitch? Mm-hmm. Run the light? Like, it's, that's uh, just too much. And I get it. Um, you know, there's, there's a <coughs> lot of. Um, commentary from the other side saying that, you know, police officers, they go through so much. Like, growing up, my mother worked for police departments. Um, and so I've been around police all my life. And still, I have this mentality. Um, and at the same time, I think that there should be there should be consistent mental health support for officers. I think there should be mm-hmm. checkups and assessments. Um, because at the end of the day, yes, you are choosing to put yourself in harm's way. And I understand that that's stressful. Um, And that cannot be an excuse. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. I appreciate y'all for this convo. Although it was lighthearted, 
Mm-hmm. But we got to the serious stuff. Um, <laughs> a lot of y'all are funny. I'll say that. Solomon, you probably take the cake, baby, because I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's just important that we continue to have conversations around um, interactions with police as African-Americans, specifically um, gay males, because we see where a lot of straight police officers or straight security guards are hyper-aggressive with our community. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always important to talk about those and make sure people know that, like, you're not alone. Like, we all have a little bit of, like, eh, what are they finna do today? But... That's enough for that child. All right. Well, for today's menage a trois, uh, we wouldn't be open relationship podcast if we didn't talk about relationships. And so um, I have a couple of, well, I have three questions. And our theme today or for this week is going to be full disclosure. And so in a relationship, question number one, is it okay to keep secrets from your partner? Yes, for 100, Bob. <laughs> no. Uh, when I when I uh, when I wrote that question, I was like, Rodney's gonna be the first one to say yes. <laughs> it's a no from me, dog. Don't lie. Do not keep no secret from me. You got no every what? Yes. If I'm in a committed relationship with you, I need to know everything about you. At this point in my life, I'm dating to marry. I need to know everything about you. It's a no for me. And this is crazy because you be wanting people's social security numbers and stuff to run background <laughs> checks. So I don't know why you don't want to yeah, know. That's something about I just won't share. And I like what I don't want. I don't really want to go into detail. No, <laughs> they, they said we be having too many inside jokes. Tell the people. I just feel like certain things when it comes to mm. say it. <sighs> no, fuck! I'm a badass person. Say just this. say it. I think I know what you're well, going to say. Say uh, it. <laughs> it's, it. Full disclosure, are you talking about like, um, uh, yeah. Are you talking about three letters or no? Yeah. I think you're talking about that. Are you talking about something health related? Oh, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, okay. Well, no. they were saying it can't be that bad. No, no. Oh, oh thank God. She I thought that's child. what you were thinking. That's why I was like, oh, maybe that's why he's no, afraid no, to no. say it. I think you should always mm-hmm. like, yeah. Um, but I had could have been. Hey, child. Um, <laughs> I have an issue with disclosing all my assets. And I know something, and I know it might sound stupid to some, but like, I might not always tell the truth about what I made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ronnie, this is very contradicting to like everything you said. I up know, to that's this why point. I didn't want to say it. You made me say it. <laughs> Well, you were having an open and honest conversation, right. but everything that you said up to this is all about my man got to do this, my man got to have this, my, but you're not telling what you got. I'm confused, girl, and I'm sure the people are too. No, you're not confused. I just feel like sometimes I want to make sure you really hear from me. So do you feel that same way if somebody else doesn't want to disclose that to you? Like if we have a conversation and somebody said, I'm going to tell you that because I want to make sure you hear from me. If I believe them, I would. I will say. Wait, I, what? <laughs> Thank you. Somebody help, cause uh, he's so <laughs> so. <laughs> in the background, they have a eight fifty credit score. They have they have all everything that you want, but they 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 meet you for dinner, and they drive in like a nineteen seventy two Oldsmobile. I won't care about that. And then I'm really I'm not that shallow. And. <laughs> and, then, and then what if they pick you up in their 1972 Oldsmobile I would ask about the car I like old, older cars oh Rodney girl <laughs> alright what's your favorite older car since you know so much <laughs> a Mustang <laughs> a 1980 Mustang <laughs> I grew up with them I like them see that's different that's a classic but so so then this person tells you that you know you're talking finances because that's what you do. I do. And they say they make about forty, forty-five thousand dollars a year. Meanwhile, they probably making six figures. They're attractive. You. They're family oriented. They want kids. They're attentive. They initiate. The way my ovaries are now, <laughs> I gotta take what I can get. Oh <laughs> Not your biological clock. Is okay. <laughs> Child, I don't have time to be picking up more. Like, 
I really am learning to. I don't know how to take that, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning to dis. <coughs> Just from recent conversations of recent situations I've been in, I learned not to always worry about the finance and just meet the person for the first time. I really am. Now, what I ask questions to see, would you give me what I want? And if you don't, I'm not going to press it. As the previous, I used to be like, no, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> Tell me what do you do? <laughs> so, but you would press somebody like that previously, but if they pressed you like that, you would still lie about it? I would. I have a question. So, would you would you be in an open relationship where everything not I'm not talking about sex wise. Oh, I'm talking about right. like you said you were lie, but he has to present everything to you. Would you not want to have a partner where you guys are presenting everything on the table? I don't think up front. Like what? <laughs> I had to it's it's a lot I, I can't say too much mm-hmm. why but it's just I was traumatized from something and I don't ever want to go through that ever again okay and so why that. I don't sell everybody everything I have I had to press charges okay next question Tamika <laughs> well, we still, we... <laughs> for me it's a uh, um no at this age of life where i am i'm not keeping secrets i don't want my partner to keep secrets uh we just need to as i mentioned before like communication is everything to me like don't try to give me a story and leave things through the crack and shit like that like no let me decide how i'm going to navigate what i'm going through or what i want or how i want to react to what you're about to tell me like don't because once you don't tell me the truth, you already lied to me. Honesty like, is just important to me because mm-hmm. I don't want to fall in love with a, a fake sense of who you are. Correct. So if you're not telling me the truth about things, now I'm starting to, I like. I might like you and you're not telling me the truth. So now like when I start to find out the truth, I'm like, damn, you lied to me. Like I, I don't even know you as a person. So now I don't even want to be with you. I would even respect the response of, you know, I'm just not ready to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You ain't okay, cool. We presented it; it's on the table. But you already told me you don't want to talk about it. I'm but not about to. I'm not about to push your buttons. When you're ready to talk to me about it, we can talk about it. And but it don't be lie fast. to me. Yep. I'm serious. Like okay. I, I'm with. Listen, <laughs> I'm not with the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You're not finna. Like I'm not finna. If I ask you a question, it's a little toxic. But if I ask you a question, most of the time I probably know the answer. So if I'm asking you like a specific question about a secret you may be keeping, and you're like, I don't want to talk about that. So I, I probably don't want to talk to you no more because I know the answer, mm. which is a little toxic, but still. And I even like when I get into new relationships now, um, I even say up front, like I don't keep secrets. And so if you have a secret, like if you're my partner and you have a secret and you want me to keep it, I'm not going to do that. Mm. It's perfect. Aiming towards marriage and life. You won't keep your partner's journey. secrets. Mm-hmm. Like if so, like if. Then, no, like, Alicia Keys, I won't tell. Mm-mm. You say what? Alicia Keys, I won't tell your secrets. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. And you see, she's never mind. Ooh. Well, so the thing the is, like you. you <laughs> 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 okay, wait a minute. My girl Alicia ain't do nothing to y'all. <laughs> no, but the thing is, like. Then you make me responsible for your stuff, mm-hmm. right? And like, if you have this thing going on with your parents, if you have this thing going on with your siblings, and you did something and you don't want me to tell, no, you you work that out. That's not for yeah. me to manage. That's for you to manage. That's bringing baggage for me to carry, and I don't want that. Mm-mm. And it, it's a little different. Like if you know, might have did something a little legal. Uh-oh. I just won't open my mouth. I'm not saying nothing. Um, so you'll keep the secret, you're just not going to repeat it, because there's a difference. Yeah. It sounds like you'll take the secret, you're just not going to repeat it or say anything about if I, it. If I see you do something, I'm not going to say nothing. But if you tell me, like, if you if you have some stuff going on and you tell me, like, I, I don't want that. Mm. Like, if I witness it, then, it's, then it becomes mine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But if it's something, like, y'all got going on... Like or like, say for instance, if you, you and Rodney are best friends, and then you come and you tell me something that Rodney did, and I'm not supposed to. No, I don't want. Okay. I don't want to have to go through all that. Okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Because then every time I see Rodney, I'm just like, 
You know, we in conversation, writing missing. Oh, yeah. No. Mm-mm. You scamming ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people when you are at like... For example, like when you're dating someone or something like that, you have to be cognizant of what you tell other people about your partner or mm-hmm. what you tell yes. your partner about other people because now you're starting to like create bonds and like things around people where they might not like each other. You might the next day be like, oh, we cool now. And it's like, okay, you just told me this bitch stole $2 from you and you didn't like that. Although it was only $2, you didn't like it. So it's like you have to be very cognizant about that. That's true. Mm-hmm. Whole different topic, but. All right. Now, should you tell your partner everything about your past? No. Everything, that's the word that stuck out to me now. Every single thing, because I feel like the chapter that we've met each other at, I've probably changed, things have changed. I'm not telling every single thing. Some things are triggering, and I don't want to open that wound. Need to know basis. Yeah. Like, we can have a conversation about it, but, like, keep dwelling on the past, Mm -hmm. and, like, you digging deeper and deeper. I'm not doing all that. Yeah, I said what I said, and we can move on and move forward with our life. If there's a question and they ask it, I'm going to tell them. I don't. I don't care how old it is. I feel like I have to tell you because if we're getting to a point that I know, like we're committed, and we, I know I want to be married. Like I want to be married. Mm-hmm. I want kids. I want a dog. I want a white picket fence. I want all that. So if you ask me a question about something that's in my past, I need to tell you because I don't want it to be two years down the road. Are you like you didn't tell me, and I'm like. <sighs> Why do I keep it? You know, that's like keeping mm-hmm. a secret. Like, if you but ask like, me a specific question about something, like, I'm going to tell you. I'm it depends what you like, ask me. It is. Like, I feel like y'all trying to hide shit from people. Everything you'll if you need ask to know. something about my childhood, I'm not about to talk about it when I'm 35. Unless it's traumatizing and it, I feel the that's need to put it on the table. That's a part of getting to know somebody and yeah. loving somebody. I feel like you don't even know every guy to think about me, goddamn. Every you met single me this detail. season. We're good. It's done. I have healed. I went through therapy. I'm a new person. Don't yeah, make it really with strangers. Oh I don't God. like that. Don't that scares that. me. Like, I want to know your traumas. I want to know what triggers you because I don't want to do something that makes you relive that. I need to know that about you. Need I'm not going to hide. Yeah, need, like, yes. Like, I put everything up front. Like, niggas know. Or, <laughs> men, <laughs> <laughs> men know, like, don't raise your voice at me and don't yell. I'm saying that from the get go. Don't ask no further questions because I kind of don't want to go. Y'all giving don't ask, don't tell, and that's scary. It just give me. It's just some things I would not repeat ever. Yeah, I'm just being honest. My parents don't even know. I'm dealing with it how I want to deal with it, and it is what it is. And if the person who loved me met me in a season where I'm good and I'm being faithful and honest, treating you right, make sure we happy, we both good, and you want to keep digging back in 15 years ago, well, bitch, gone. Bye. Bye. You don't think something from 15 years ago, if it comes up, it could affect your relationship now? It wouldn't. That's wild. How? It wouldn't. I'm going to be honest. It wouldn't. But how do you know if that person's going to perceive it? If it's not going to affect them? Like, I didn't know this about you 15 years ago. It wouldn't. Okay. It wouldn't. Look, I'm I'm, Shazam. I'm with you. I I want to know all your history. I'm going to tell you all my history. If it comes up... um, and even if it does come up, like that's how you get to know people. Yeah. And the th- are y'all dirty? Every laundry? single detail. Not no, every single because de- like you're not gonna you're not gonna know every single thing about me. But if we're in if we're having conversations and I have an opportunity to tell you about all the joys, all the successes, all the pains, and all the the, the heartbreaks, yes, I'm that's that's a part of my life. I want you to know about my life. Like, right now, when you meet me, I am in this amazing spring, right? Mm-hmm. Flowers are blooming. You also need to know when I went through my winter. Because some there will be a time when I'll go through a winter again, and you need to know how I'm going to deal with Hello. it. Hello. Because I, I have met a lot of people who go through their winters, and they become different people, and they've been in relationships that entire time. Like that that doesn't make sense. And then the the other person doesn't know how to deal with it. Like, I'm one of those people like if something happens, if something negative happens, I kinda mm-hmm. shut down, I go inward. Um and that doesn't it doesn't matter the what kind of training I have, like I I'm still human mm-hmm. and I go through it. And like my person needs to know that. Because then they could be like, What do you need? How can I help? Whatever however they show up in that moment. I, I like how you put that on both. That was going to say, that was a good, was a good point. 
I, I agree with you. I think just the, the only way I would say it is like, I need to know, you need to know how to love me in every season of my life, and I need to know how to love you in every season. Mm-hmm. And to know every, you in every season, I need to know what you've been through. Some things you just won't know. I guess I'll be on my own island. We'll get, <laughs> it is okay. I like how you put it though. It's sweet. Yeah. I, like, do, I do like what you're saying. <laughs> but you just, some things I'm just not telling. God knows, and God heals all. Well, if you, uh, Ayala says you can't hear what you can't speak, but next question, Solomon. Well, Ayala's not God. And so, her show got canceled. canceled. Oh. <laughs> we will. Uh, do we have enough time for the letter? <laughs> yes. We could We could save the last question for. Yeah, this is. Listen, because I was going to tear that last question up. Because. Hell no. Baby, fuck Hell down. no. All right, well, let's do it. Is it okay to have a work spouse while in a committed relationship? Hell no. I wish a bitch would. So, I know I said fuck no really quick, but let, let me be clear. If I'm gay, I like men. If my partner was like, oh, that's my work wife, I would probably be like, oh, okay, because I'd be like, I have a work wife. Mm-hmm. But if he was like, oh, my work boo, and I came there, and it was some 6'5 chocolate men in a suit, everybody's getting beat up. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I I'm clearing the office. If I had a work wife, it's something totally different if my partner had a work wife. I know you're not really attracted to her. That's the work wife knows I'm gay. Another man... I don't want you to play around that. Don't even do that. You be nice, <laughs> but I'll be sitting in the meetings all like this. I'll hug up. Sit, <laughs> bitch, I saved you a seat. You still, as my grandma said, if you got a hole, you can stick. Uh, and they got holes too. <laughs> and we ain't finna play that. That's that's non-negotiable. Because I know sometimes that shit can get blurry. I remember I was real close with this girl one time. And I thought we were friends. And I spent the night at her house, slept in her bed. Next thing I know, I feel somebody feeling on me. So you could why'd you sleep in her bed? And you could I thought that, that like, was my friend. It's my homegirl. Underneath the cover. I yeah, I mean, like it. <laughs> but but like I had on like a muscle shirt. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like in my like how I sleep at home. Basketball like, shorts, yeah, underwear, on or yeah. Shorts, and I'm just like. I said, girl, what are you doing? She said, let's just try it. I said, girl! She wanted you to fuck her. <laughs> I feel like you should have felt that before. There were signs. Right. I don't know. I never, I never knew. I never noticed. I, I could say when dudes made me upset, she was always there to uh, comfort me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I thought it was being a friend. Like, I'm that type of friend. So that's different than a friend and a work wife. Because my work wife, like, I used, not at my company now, but like my old company, like, I had a work wife. Now, I would be at work like, oh, my gosh, she's my work wife. But, like, our inside jokes and stuff, mm-hmm. like, we would go to lunch together. But I would never go to her house to stay the night. Same. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. My work we wife. We were friends. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't a work wife. She was, like, a friend. My work wife, when I went over to her house, she went to her room, her sanctuary, and I slept on the couch. And I was comfortable. She gave me a blanket. I'm not going pillow. to my work wife's house. Ah, that's weird. To have, like, we Y'all, not staying the night. Y'all could turn to friends. No, cause my like my work wife, I literally had met her husband, or she was like, "Oh, that's my that's my work husband," and like he knew I was gay and everything like that. I would never go to her house to stay the night. What the fuck? Well, but she, she this person was single. No, she knew. I still if, if that's no, weird. That's but she'd been in my house too, so I was she in your put bed? that out to, Yeah, I'm not letting no girl sleep on a hard ass couch. Well, she wanted to sleep with your hard ass dick. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's all. That's all I got. That's all I got. Oh, oh, Lord. Oh, child. Well, we going to go left on red. Um, <laughs> Y'all are funny. This is where we invite our openers in to have the conversation, ask a question, get some advice, just want to talk. You know, we're here for you. So you can do that by going to our website at oblitchapockets.com, clicking a, um, send a letter <laughs> button, or you can go to our email at oblitchapockets at gmail.com and send your letter. The, the letter. letter. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> How do you feel about meeting your potential boyfriend from Jack or Grinder? It's very frustrating trying to meet someone in person. Have you all have any luck with <clears throat> online dating? I think you meant had. Have y'all had any luck with online dating? Okay. Um, <laughs> chill. <laughs> I'll say that um, the culture we live in, a lot of stuff is online. I have met several men from Instagram. Now, Jack and Grinder, I don't play on those no more because I think those are very hyper-focused on having sex. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. I guess Instagram can be too. But I've like met people on Instagram and went on dates with them. So I feel like you should do what floats your boat. 
I feel like it's a no for me too. But if you feel like the connection is there, and it's easier to meet someone where you feel like it's gay safe, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. that what he's trying to say, mm-hmm. you know, it's more to me sexualized. But if you feel like you meet someone on there, you know they're gay, and I worry about whatever, I say go for it. I heard of a Jack Wedding before. Oh. Tinder dates, all that shit is real, and people yeah. be happy. I'm not meeting my partner on Jack or Grinder. Um, but to the second part, I have had a good luck with online dating. Um, my first serious long-term relationship, we got engaged. We were dating for nine years. I moved from Oregon to D.C. Well, girl, what app? For him. Mind your business. What app was it? Inside Secrets? No, it was Twitter before Twitter became... I thought you uh, said what happened. Yeah, I thought oh, no, you said I what said happened, what app too. was it? No, I thought you said what happened. My <laughs> I was going to say, damn. I'll bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, um, we met on Twitter around the time, like, me. <laughs> uh, making the band... <laughs> He did that. <laughs> <laughs> so we met around the time, <clears throat> around the time, um, making the band was happening, um, where Twitter was still fun. It was fresh. It was literally meant for just com- conversating and just like threads and shit. So to this day, like I'm all for online dating. Like if you find somebody that you have a connection with, go ahead and do it. Grinder inject, probably not. Even though it is online dating, but not uh, those sites. Uh, I'm a big believer in it doesn't matter how you meet as long as you meet. Um, but at the same time, uh, you have to realize that Jack and Grinder are very specific. They're mm-hmm. they're hookup apps. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could hook up with somebody and then be like, let's hook I up like again. It. And then the, it turns into a dating situation. Okay, that's all Has days. that been my story? No. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it has not. Um, but I have had some success with Aunt. I'm out of my gay business. But I've had some um, But I've had some uh success with like uh what is that, Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um I've gone on some dates from Instagram. Facebook dating. I don't think I've done any Facebook dating. I've heard good things about Facebook dating. I've heard great things about it. I've heard a lot of great things about Facebook dating. <laughs> I got 50 bit my DM right now, and they they, they stayed there. Because Anyway, let's help the opener. It's not about me. How date what these men. What would you tell them at the uh, opening? However you, you want to find your lover, go ahead and find your lover. Whether it's Jack Grinder, Tinder, Sniffles, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and do your thing. Date these men. Okay. So Make them spend their money. Mm-hmm. So you got to see what it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> but take us out, sweet baby. Right. Not sweet baby. <laughs> All right. Shade, child. <laughs> I will. That's Monique. I get it for Monique. Thank you for coming, openers, and joining the four of us as we swallow hard topics and spit difference of opinions. See you next week. Ow.